It's time to place your bets. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's me, Joey P, Joe P. Zapia, and college football is officially done and in the books. It's time to turn our attention to the NFL playoffs now, and who better to talk about that with than three-time Super Bowl MVP Troy Aikman, but unfortunately, he was unavailable, so we're stuck with Scott Bogman instead. <laughs> Bogman, our good friend, joining us. Boggs, first of all, before we even get into uh, the NFL playoffs and wildcard weekend, which we're very excited, what were your thoughts real quick on the CFB championship there. I mean, it was uh, it was a boring game until the end of the third quarter, wasn't it? Good Lord. It sure was. I mean, uh, you know, Georgia just really turned it on. And, uh, you know, obviously with Jamison Williams going down for Alabama, that was really, you know, to me, what kind of turned that game. Obviously, it didn't affect it for a little bit because Georgia was Georgia was playing that, you know, conservative choking offense that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, didn't get them anywhere until they let it uh, till they started to let uh, Stetson Bennett sling it downfield. They weren't really getting a lot done. So uh, once they opened it up, though, they really uh, put the beat down on Bama. And, um, you know, unfortunate for me because I bet money on Bama. So, <laughs> well, it's uh, time to make that money back now. That's right. what we're going to do. And we're going to start here talking about the Saturday games. And uh, it's fun how it's structured. We get two games on Saturday, one, uh, three games on Sunday, and one game on Monday. So I kind of enjoy this. I like how it's kind of spread out a little bit. You know I love the standalone games. I'm a big fan. So let's start here with the Raiders going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is five-point favorites on the betting pros consensus line. Uh, four and a half over on FanDuel, five and a half over on BetMGM. So this line feels about right to me. I figured it was going to be somewhere on five to six, somewhere in that range, and sure enough, it is. I don't think after the Raiders, you know, have played Cinderella basically these last few weeks and snuck themselves into the playoffs that they weren't going to get, you know, too heavily underdogged here. But at the same time, they should be underdogs. They absolutely should be uh, looking up at the Cincinnati Bengals and the Bengals. Look, everybody's rested, right? Theoretically, we're in a good spot here. Joe Burrow, hopefully, you know, shaking the dust off a little bit after that knee injury at the end of the game two weeks ago. So if you talk about trends, Boggs, the trend is Joe Burrow and this offense just putting it on people. So let's start here and let's start with this five and what's your comfortability factor with it? Um, I'm pretty comfortable with Cincinnati. I think this is going to be their first playoff win since 1991 here um, because of what you said. I mean, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Joe Mixon and this offense, they're going for no breaks, all gas, all out. So uh, Vegas, Vegas can win this game. This is not an impossible hill to climb for them. But what they have to do is they have to get after uh, they have to get after Burrow because we know the weakness of the Cincinnati team is the offensive line. And if Max Crosby starts wreaking havoc mm. in, uh, you know, Joe Burrow's face and getting to mix in early and all, all that kind of stuff, they start hitting guys behind the line uh, since he's going to get frustrated and maybe jump into some mistakes. But I think that it's just so slight for that to happen. You know, I Vegas had valiant effort and I'm rooting for the Raiders. Everybody knows that <laughs> Raiders got my team in the playoffs. So Um, I am rooting for the Raiders. I do not like the Bengals, but I do think that they win this game going away. Uh, Unfortunately for Vegas, they have to travel. They have to play in the cold. It's going to be 30 degrees and, you know, gloomy in Cincy. 
like it is every day. So, you know, it's going to be a rough one for them to travel to. Um, and, you know, it's not like they have explosive playmakers on this offense for Vegas either. They win by grinding it out with Josh Jacobs, and they're uh, a little bit one-dimensional. If Derek Carson throwing the ball downfield, they get stuck. So, for me, I do think Cincinnati wins this one. All right, the number on this one's 49. Uh, you think this is an over or an under? I'll take the under on the 49. I think really? that's a little high for a playoff game. Yeah, Okay, that's so, fair. That's fair. I, I think that, you know, everything equal, I think this is going to be like a 35-10 to 10 game, 28-10 game, something like that. So I think since he gets going, they score early. They give it to Joe Mixon in the second half and kind of grind it out. Uh, and, and I just most playoff games that are, um, you know, we're, this is a bigger line for a playoff game. Uh, I think since he can cover, uh, but um, I don't like that over too much. All right. If you don't probably like just wouldn't over. mess with it, to be honest with you. So, well, even if you're if you're <clears throat> trending towards the under in this game, Joe Burrow's got you know, the alternate passing yard props that you got on FanDuel here. And I see something like Joe Burrow at 275 yards over under plus 122. Would that be an under then for you in this game? But Joe Burrow's been putting up some huge numbers here lately. He has been. 275 is such a great line. It's such a good number. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously they know what they're doing. Um, I, I, I would I would take the under because I think if Joe Burrow's thrown for 300 and whatever yards, you might not be winning this game going away. It might be close at, at the end, so or you may be playing catch-up. So uh, I'll take the under because I think Cincy wins going away. All right, let's touch on the wide receivers real quick too. Jamar Chase, 70 yards over under on that prop. I, I, okay, so I know it's weird that I just took the under on Burrow, but I'll take the over on Chase because Chase can get this in a the couple big play, catches. Right, yeah. One play, so, right? Right, right, exactly. And, you know, the, the one thing I won from Georgia was I hit the over on Pickens, uh, you know, uh, receiving yards because it came out of 34 and a half, and he got that on one throw. So I, I would take the over on Chase yards there. Last one here on the other side of this game with the Raiders, Hunter Renfro, 60-plus yards receiving uh, 124 is the number plus. I'd hammer that. I'd, I'd hammer that, that one too. because I think I think the Raiders are going to be losing in this game. And uh, and Mike Hilton versus Hunter Renfro is going to be a good matchup. But I'll take Hunter Renfro on that. Well, it's a sliding scale, so I'll ask you this: When it goes to 70 yards, you get plus 188. Would you pound that as well? Would you just keep I going would. there and mm -hmm. tempt fate a little bit? Yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, 70 is probably. That's about what I'd want to bet. I don't want to go much higher than that on a bet. So, uh, but yeah, I think I would take that too. All right. And would you uh, lock in Darren Waller now for anything minus just because he has not a chance? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah that... Nothing for Darren Waller from me. No, thank you. On no, that. but I'm saying like that any minus ones on the board now before they. Have oh, yeah. I mean, if, if I can take the under on his yards, unless it's like if his yards are below 40. I probably wouldn't take it, but if they're, you know, 55 or something, hammer that. Well, you could set it anywhere from 25 all the way up until about 75. Ooh, so you have some options there. Yeah, that's what I like about the alternating yeah. lines there where you can kind of select, choose your own adventure, I like to call them, basically. <laughs> so it's always a good time. All right, let's get to uh, my squad here. The New England Patriots traveling to Buffalo to be the third time in six weeks. Uh, these teams are going to face off against each other. Division rivals, of course, Buffalo is favoring this one at home. Four point favorites here, as they should be. Uh, and of course, the number on this one is 44. Now, Boggs, familiarity breeds contempt. We know that. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you look at these games, you can't take anything out of the first one because the weather had such an enormous factor in that game. And then in the second time these two teams met up in New England, 
there were times where New England was in this game and had opportunities and they simply just didn't deliver. So have we seen Buffalo with running the football with Devin Singletary kind of become a new look offense where they found their balance, they found what's working for them, and do the Patriots really have a chance in this game? I, I think the Bills kind of win this one handily. How about you? Yeah, I do too. And this is going to be a grinded out classic AFC East battle. The the weather three degrees and partly cloudy in Buffalo. So uh, I don't know why anyone will want to attend this game, but they will um, be shirtless. You know, there will be shirtless morons. I just, I can't believe it, dude. Being, being well, a, a, a guy from the South, I just don't understand. With that. it being so cold, they're obviously going to be a lot of running the football. As you said, that's what the Patriots do best. They're 172 on the money line. If you want to get involved in this game at all, is that the place to do it? Just Pat's outright, but keep it close. Maybe they went on a field goal and a fluky play or something like that. Is that your best way to bet on this game if you are looking to make any money? Because it's really tough because, you know, you're getting minus 110 on the four. Uh, same thing with the over-under at 44. You're not getting great money, but the plus 172 for the Pats to win outright. If you can write a script because of the weather about rushing the football, Buffalo Bills have given up some rushing yards in these last few weeks for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're just straight up looking for money and taking a risk, then sure. But uh, for me, there's no way I'm betting on a rookie quarterback going on the road in a weather game to win his first playoff game. I'm just not doing it. So uh, for me, I'm going to take Buffalo uh, kind of going away. Um, I think it's more like the second game than it is like the first game, because, yes, we have weather. but We don't have crazy, you know, high wind. We got four mile an hour winds here. So mm-hmm. uh, I think. Just the bills are clicking. They're coming in at the right time in the playoffs. Like you said, they're now no longer one-dimensional, just throwing short passes for Josh Allen. Uh, Devin Singletary has really taken that role and run with it. You know, no pun intended. And um, yeah, Stefan Diggs is playing well. Dawson Knox is playing well. Um, I, I just I don't see a way that the pay. I, I mean, I see the way that the Patriots win this game is they get a couple turnovers and that kind of stuff. You never want to count Bill Belichick out, but I just I'm not gonna take my money and put it on the back of Mac Jones in his first road playoff game. No, thank you. All right. Let's talk about the uh, individual lines here on this game. You got Josh Allen passing yards at 243 and a half. Mac Jones at 204 and a half, uh, both at minus 114 is the number there. Any love for either of these numbers on the over or under 243 and a half, 204 and a half for Mac Jones, 243. I think I might take Allen. the under on Mac Jones, even though I do expect yeah, me him to be losing it. And uh, I think what you want to do in this game to make <clears> Mac comfortable <throat> is run the ball to start. So I think you get a uh, first half of a lot of running and then the second half, uh, you know, Mac Jones starts to pass. Bill Belichick knows that that's what they expect him to do. So maybe it's the opposite, but I kind of like the under on Mac Jones. I probably wouldn't want to mess with that Josh Allen line because it's very mm-hmm. good. But if I had to pick one, I would definitely go with the over because they are a pass first team. These two are really intriguing to me. Devin Singletary, 59 and a half for his rushing prop and Damian Harris at 58 and a half. Uh, I like the over on both of these, especially the trend of Singletary getting 23 carries here back to back weeks. That feels like something that's been sustainable for them. Right, exactly. And it's not, you know, you don't even have to be good with Devin Singletary, which kind of makes me more nervous about him. I think I like the Harris line better because, like I said, I think you get him established. You run him to put Mac Jones in a comfortable uh, position to throw the ball. And, you know, you suck those linebackers up a little bit, bring those DBs up a little bit, you know, run a lot of stuff off play action. Um, so I, I think that um, Devin Singletary doesn't have to be effective. You just have to keep doing it. And I think that's the problem that the Bills had earlier in the season was they weren't running the ball effectively. So they just gave it up. 
and said, all right, Josh Allen will run everything. And they won some games like that. So it worked for them. But I think you find way much better balance when you're just handing it to them at least a couple times to keep them honest. So I, I expect those both to go over. All right, let's move on to Sunday's games. And we'll start with the Tampa Bay Bucks, the defending reigning undisputed champions, eight and a half point favorites in their home stadium, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. The over under for this game is 46. Now Boggs, uh, Tom Brady, certainly very familiar with this spot home game for Tom Brady. Uh, to me, the eight and a half feels about right. In fact, I think that they're going to dominate this football game. I really do. I think the Eagles are just going to be outclassed. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. What do you think about this one? Is this a trap game by any stretch or you think this is a Bucks role? It's absolutely a trap game. I, I don't really, I think the matchup is perfect for the Bucks in this game, which is why I'll take them, but they're limping in uh, on offense right now. I mean, you know, AB quitting didn't just, wasn't just a sideshow. It hurt. Cyril mm -hmm. Grayson, who took his spot is banged up right now. They just signed downtown John Brown to their uh, squad. So, uh, they are definitely limping in. They should get Fournette back. We'll see. Um, but it, the the side of this game that uh, is going to make everything go here is going to be the Eagles offense against the Bucks defense. You have the number one rushing offense versus the number one rushing defense here. So I just think that the Bucks match up well physically with um, the Eagles because right. of this run defense. So uh, I think it'll play closer. I definitely take the under in this game because of what's going on with Tampa Bay's offense right now, plus their defense, uh, you know, playing against the strength of the Eagles uh, offense here is not a good matchup for Philly. So I I'll take, I'll take Tampa Bay, but I'm not extremely comfortable with this number. This feels like a trap game, but it's Tom Brady, man. I ain't so betting you're, against Tom Brady. So you're confident Tampa wins, but you're less mm -hmm. confident in the number. I mean, if, if that's the case, I would then take do the you want the Eagles here. side of this? I no, I no. don't want the because look, it, it's once again, it's he's not a rookie, but it's Jalen Hurts' first playoff game, and it's on the road. Right. It's against the champs, you know. So I think you're gonna see them get frustrated and start throwing the ball with Jalen Hurts. The guy can't put it in the air 35 times. He'll get picked off. So I think that's what we're going to get in this game is I think it plays a little tight until late, maybe late third quarter, early fourth quarter, where some big mistake is made. And then that's where Tampa Bay takes advantage and starts to roll. So uh, for me, uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay. I would take the under here, too, because I think it's going to take a little bit for Tampa Bay to get going. And Philly's going to be frustrated offensively early in this game as well. So uh, give me the under in this one, too. All right. Tom Brady's number is 276 and a half for passing total. Uh, you think that's an over and under, Bob? I would under for sure. Yeah. You don't I want him like passing that much in this game. I imagine the tight ends are going to be incredibly busy in this game, though, too. <laughs> Philadelphia not good against the tight ends. So not just Gronk, but maybe Brate as Cameron well. Bray. Getting some action. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts, 203 and a half. That's an interesting one, too, because if you're writing the script where they're behind or they have to throw the ball more than they want to throw the football, that becomes an interesting one as well. But I, I would lean towards the under on that one also, Box. How about I'll, you? I'll take the over on it. Uh, the secondary is probably the one weakness for Tampa Bay. But they have so. gotten healthier on that the, secondary. They've gotten healthier, but I don't know if I'd say they got good. So uh, I, I would take the over on that just because I think it's early frustrations. And mm -hmm. uh, and I think going into this game, you have to kind of game plan around that, too. We know it's going to be frustrating. So let's start to pass the ball, you know, uh, a little bit more early. So I'll take the over just because that that's a low number. Well, you, you said it was 204. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I'll take the over on that for sure. 
All right, next one here is the 4.30 Eastern game. The San Francisco 49ers coming off another victory against the Rams. Who called that last week on the show right here on Betting Pros? Me with Dan Harris. That's right. I told you. Don't believe in the Rams. You were on there too. I'm Dude, I mean, the Rams, we'll get to them in a second. I'm going to tease that. We'll get to them in a second. But this one to me. This one to me feels like, you know, not every favorite's going to win. We know that when it comes to this round of the playoffs. There's going to be probably two at least that kind of go sideways. To me, this is the first one. Dallas Cowboys, certainly from a defensive standpoint, have played much better this year towards the second half. Really starting to come on. Micah Parsons has been a star. They've created turnovers. All that stuff is great. But the 49ers, to me right now, on both sides of the ball, seem to just be working. They seem to have that weird mojo thing to me. The number here is Dallas with a three-point favorite right here at home, as one would think. And I think the line is telling you there's some fear here. Because typically speaking, that's your, everything is very close line, so the home team gets the three, and that's your standard. And that means to me, I'm betting the San Francisco side of this game, and San Francisco's going to win outright as a plus 136 on the money line. The number is 51.5 on the over-under. Probably going to be an over, would be my guess in this game. But I think this is the one right here that you circle, and this is the first of the upsets on the weekend. What are your thoughts here, Boggs? Yeah, I'm not going to trust Jimmy G. I just can't do it. So that, Oh, I don't I, trust him. Yeah, again, look, it's the Cowboys, and I trust them equally this, as I this do This is Jimmy the G. closest. I, well, this to me, this is the second closest game. I think the Monday night game is the closest game, but this is the second closest game here. But I'm just going to take the home team. And I know, look, mm-hmm. the Cardinals went in and upset the Cowboys the other day, uh, for sure. But you... Uh, I don't know that we've seen one complete game from Jimmy G uh, this season. So for me, uh, I'm going to trust that he's going to screw up in the first or second half, and it's going to lend towards, uh, you know, Dallas getting up. And if Dallas gets up early in this game, Jimmy G is just going to make more mistakes. So that's really what it comes down to is who makes the mistake first. Uh, I I know that Dallas is not playing – uh, their absolute best football, but putting it on Philly, I think, uh, gave them a lot of confidence, and I think it was the right move to play all their starters in that game. So uh, the defense is going to get back a lot of pieces, too. Obviously, Parsons coming back off the COVID list, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence just seems to get better every single week. So I think they're going to they're gonna wreck Jimmy somehow early in the first half. It's going to start to get away, and then that's what you're going to see is you're going to see Jimmy G mistakes. Plus, he's not 100% either. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he looked good in the second half last week. Hopefully, he can take that and, and uh, use it in this game, but... I just I can't put my eggs into the Jimmy G basket because uh, I I just he makes mistakes, man. And oh, Dallas Dallas is going to force him into a mistake. Boggs and nobody has been more critical of Jimmy Garoppolo than me. And rightfully so. (laughs) Well, maybe Welsh, maybe, maybe Welsh. Because he's a Niners fan. Because he's a Niners fan. And that's absolutely fair. But I have nobody's been more critical than uh, than Welsh than me. But at the same time, uh, this Cowboys team feels very incomplete to me, the way they're coming into this. And I, it's just something about it. It feel like all the momentum, and you know this, the momentum is your best friend in the playoffs. I feel like San Francisco has that. They've been winning these big football games. They had that big win against Minnesota a couple weeks ago. Big win last week against the Rams. And I feel like if you look they back dropped at Dallas, one to Tennessee, though, and, and, they but, did, but Tennessee also the one dropped, seed. dropped the one at home to, to Arizona. So te- look, Tennessee's the one seed, but you know, that's eye rolling. Yeah, they, they I got know. that all in the first half. Yeah, you know, they started did. Out eight and two. They so, did. Uh, you know, that that uh, 
it's just, they're a different team, you know. So I, I don't know, man. I, I don't see how San Francisco goes in and gets a win against Dallas. Well, but you and I both know that something crazy is going to happen here this weekend. It's going to be more than one. It's never just all the way through all the favorites win. It's never I'm, like I'm that. hoping Not it's ever. the next game. You know. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. We'll get to that in a second. Let's talk about a couple props from this game. The rushing prop for Ezekiel Elliott is 47 and a half. He has struggled to reach 50 yards in a game very often since at least a bye. Um, he's only reached that number three times. So this number, though, is perfect. 47 and a half. It is right there. Mm-hmm. Would you touch it or would you go over under? What would you do here? I'm not going to touch it. it, it okay. Gun to my head, I, I would go the over uh, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I do think that San Francisco makes a couple of mistakes and maybe we see some grinding in the second half from the Cowboys. So uh, I, I would take the over gun to my head, but I won't touch it. No, thanks. All right. Debo Samuel has a 28 and a half rushing prop. Uh, and as far as his receiving prop is 60 and a half. Do you prefer one to the other, the 60 and a half or the 28 and a half? It's just hard to know, man. I would, right. Do they have a total yards for him? I think Not I'd rather yet. take the total Not yards yet. on Debo. Than well, here you go. The so the, well, the I mean, that's pretty You're easy. You're going to add do. him the, 85 the, and a half, 85 and a half. Let's say the, the, the combination over, uh, yeah. I, it, over for Debo at any point. The dude is an absolute stud. He's better than even I thought he was going to be in the NFL uh, coming out, and he is just. Amazing. And we all liked him. I remember a couple I years ago when he was a Debo, rookie, dude. I, I told all I told of us doing Welsh. shows together. Yeah. I was mad. I was like, man, I can't believe you know your team gets this guy because I wanted my mm-hmm. team to get him. But uh, he is an absolute stud, dude. He's so good. So I, I would take the over. I just. They're going to use him, but are they going to pass? Right. Because they've had games where they just run him. They've had games where they just pass to him. So uh, he's going to get a little bit of everything in this game. So I just I would rather go with the total yards for him. It's a fantastic over. point, by the way. Go wait or find the all purpose yeah. yard prop for him, because that is a much even if it goes to 90 or something like sure. that over on that as well. Yeah. All right. Here you go. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City is 12 and a half point favorites in this one. Huge number. The Chiefs took it to the Steelers a few weeks ago. I don't need to tell Bogman that. He's well aware. Mm-hmm. 46 and a half is the number. So, Boggs, Cinderella again, another team that found its way somehow <laughs> into the playoffs. Thank you, I Raiders. Mean, you, you had to be sitting there on Sunday night just in awe, right? I mean, could you believe that they, if I told you three weeks ago the Steelers were making the playoffs, you'd have told me I was crazy, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, look, uh, you know, big ups to Jacksonville, big ups to Vegas. Uh, and, you know, I. It always, it always reminds me of a Herm Edwards press conference uh, where uh, the Jets snuck into the playoffs. Right, uh, is the same way the Steelers snuck in. And one of the uh, one of the idiot writers said, "Do you feel bad for the team that didn't make it?" He's like, "We won and they lost." No, I don't feel bad for them at all. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's the NFL, man. So, uh, hey, you know, the, I know that the only team that led less time. At, at in, in this year was um uh the the Texans than the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Steelers spent less time winning games than any other team except Houston this year. So it wasn't a great year for them. But I, I'm I, I'm gonna take them against the spread here. The spread is gigantic. You, you, did you already say it? No, oh, it's twelve and a half. It is gigantic. There's no doubt about that. And I know they lost by twenty six, and that was without <laughs> Kelsey. Right? I get it. But uh, you know. The defense. But that's even is, more reason to do it. I feel like because right. that it, it's such an obvious anti logic, right? right? Where we, if you if you follow betting and if you're somebody who's into this, you know that that's all that stuff. 
you throw it out. Fade the, the public, like, all that. Right, right. That's a big load of crap, right? That's never going to come to fruition. But yeah, I, I actually like the Steelers side of this game too with a 12 and a half. I think it gives you more opportunities because the Chiefs have been inconsistent. I mean, let's be honest. They had a they had a moment there where they were starting to feel like they were clicking on all cylinders. And then you had that game against the Bengals. And to me, all bets were off after that. Then that was the same Chiefs team that I've seen all year that just, you know, doesn't show up in the big moments when you need them to. And now that, that was a very telling game for me. I thought, you know, them losing to the Cincinnati was something where you just mark and go, the Chiefs are just not the Chiefs. I think they win this game, but I think I'm yeah. with you on the 12 and a half. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I've, I've seen more than enough Ben Roethlisberger retirement party uh, flyers hosted in Kansas <laughs> City. Uh, so everybody can quit sending me those. But yeah, I, I I think Kansas City probably wins this game, too. They're at home. You know, uh, they are a better team than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gave up more rushing yards than any other mm-hmm. team in the NFL this year. So Daryl Williams probably going to have a, a big game again here for them. I know Tyreek is coming in less than 100 percent, but they get Kelsey back. So it's fine. Your mismatch and. Kelsey didn't even play in that game where they blew out the mm-hmm. Steelers already in Kansas city. So uh, not excited to see what he does to this defense, but uh, it's probably, it looks like an insurmountable mountain for my Steelers. So I wouldn't suggest anyone take the Steelers on the money line. Well, what does the money line pay plus right now? Do you have it up, Joe? I do. Uh, Hang on one second. I bet here. it's going to be line is plus does it start 500. with, I was, was going to say, does it start with at least a three? You know, no, it's, um, it's a five. It's a, a five is enormous, you know, but I mean, look, the playoffs have been rife with bigger upsets than this one uh, over the history. It's not as of big as NFL. that plus 850 on the Jaguars last week against the Colts. But uh, we love man. me some Jaguars. Right. Josh oh. Allen. Got to get me a Josh Allen jersey next. Year, I know. So. I know. Uh, uh, but, yeah, man. I, I think uh, you're probably safe if you bet Kansas City, but I will be rooting for my Steelers, of course. So, look, I, I just feel like the 12 and a half is a very big number here. And and once again, all the pressures on Kansas City. The Steelers are like Dante from Clerks. and I even supposed to be here today. So <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers playing with house money. And I feel like that's fast and loose. It's going to be a different Steeler team, I think this time around facing the Chiefs because well, nah, she's banged up. I mean, they might get Juju back. They just opened up his window today. Yeah. So uh, that's we'll, we'll see. Uh, well, it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, after seeing James Washington play, it's that's much, fair. Much better. All but, right. Uh, a couple of props I want to throw at you, Boggs, before we move shoot. on to the next one here. Patrick Mahomes, 280 and a half over under on the under. passing yards. He won't need to throw that many. So Ben uh, Roethlisberger, 20, uh, sorry, 226 and a half. Uh uh, take the over because it should be down the whole game. This one feels like a slam dunk to me. Deontay Johnson, 60 and a half receiving yards uh, over. I'm, right? So you get, if you take that prop, you're going to be frustrated because he'll get he'll catch a 14 yard ball, run back seven yards at one point. Is what he does every <laughs> single game. So uh, but yeah, go the over on that. Would you take the under on the Tyreek Hill 70 and a half right now? Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, I would so and, and, you know, if they get up, they won't be throwing him the ball. So, yeah, I take the under on that. All right, let's move on to Monday night. You've got the Arizona Cardinals at the Rams. The Rams, three and a half point favorites. Just like I told you about that other line with San Francisco, this is the same thing I'm feeling on this one, which is there's no confidence in the Rams. And why should there be? The Rams don't have a home field advantage. That's a very big deal in the playoffs. The Rams continue to drop games that they have in hand. And I'm not saying that the Cardinals are well coached. I'm not saying that the Cardinals are a better roster. But I feel like the Cardinals have absolutely an opportunity to win this football game. 
I think this plus three and a half on the Cardinal side is is just as tempting as the San Francisco one. If you want to go for upset specials here on the money line, the Cardinals are plus 162. If you want to bet them outright, the number's 49 and a half. Boggs, how do you see this game, the Cardinals and Rams shaking out? You talk about two teams that are backing in to the playoffs. These mm-hmm. teams have been awful recently. I mean, the Rams just barely beat the Ravens without anyone in their secondary and with Matthew with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and OBJ. They are not clicking on offense at all. Uh, the Cardinals could have won this division and gotten themselves a home game, and they lost to the Seahawks at home, 38-30. So it's who wants to be more pathetic in this game, the Rams or the Cardinals? Uh, for me, I'll take the road team in the Cardinals because Matt Stafford keeps giving away the ball like it's Christmas presents to everybody <laughs> still. So I don't know what is happening with him. I don't know what the disconnect between him and McVay and him and his receivers have been. I think he's probably just pressing a little bit because dude's not used to being in the playoffs and uh, getting ready for playoff scenarios, playing in Detroit for so long. So um, I- I'll take the Cardinals, but it's with zero confidence. There's no way I'd bet this game because both these teams mm-hmm. are backing in. And this is your Monday night makeup game. I think the one thing I would take here is the over because both defenses have been a little suspect recently. All right. That is very fair. Uh, looking for right now, props on this game are still not released as the time we're recording this. So uh, it's, it's getting harder and harder to get props early. They really pop up later, but yeah, uh, uh, just for fun, because you know, I think I did this with you last year. If not, I did it on another show. They all run together eventually. Of where, course. Uh, if you recall, I did two weeks in a row where I got the entire playoff slate parlay. Correct. So I'm going to try to do that again. I'm going to try to start this off with the six games. It's very difficult, but I'm going to give it a shot. Here's your six legs. You ready for this, Boggs? You ready? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Arizona Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, on the money line. That's how confident I am. San Francisco on the money line. Then you take Tampa to win, Kansas City to win, Buffalo to win, the Bengals to win. There you go. So you make your money basically getting those two outright upsets. It's going to give you somewhere around plus 1,800 odds. So on a hundred dollar wager, you're going to win $1,800. And you know what? That works for me. That works for me. Hey man, I did this last year. Won a couple uh, grand doing it. I'm telling you right now, you know that two of these games at least are going to go sideways. That's the nature of this beast. But I don't think more than two box. I I feel like it's really that Rams Cardinals Mm -hmm. game and that Dallas 49ers game. At the end of the day, like it is really a tough sell for me to think that the, the, the Bengals are going to lose to the Raiders after all like Joe Burrow's, Joe Burrow's a winning quarterback. You know, Joe Burrow's been in winning atmospheres. He knows what it takes to win football games. Tom Brady's not going to drop a home game to the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen. Those are tough sells. Same thing with Mahomes at home. Even if they struggle, it's hard not to see them winning. Is that kind of the picture that you're painting? as well? Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the Raiders win, and I'll be pulling for them. But, (laughs) yeah, I think since he wins, uh, and obviously, you know, no one in the world is picking Pittsburgh. So, uh, I get it. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Make sure you're heading over to bettingpros.com for all of your lines. And again, all the consensus lines are there so you can find any sort of uh, little half point here or there somewhere else. That's what betting pros is able to do. In fact, there's some spots here where betting pros, the consensus number is four on that Cardinals game, but FanDuel's at three and a half. So very, you know, every little bit helps. 
So make sure you pay attention to that over at Betting Pros. And in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your pods here. The Betting Pros podcast is going to take you through all of the NFL playoffs, just like we took you through all of college football, all the bowl games. And we're going to take you into baseball. We're going to take you into NBA, into Major League Baseball, all that stuff. It's all coming around the corner. So make sure you stick with us here at Betting Pros. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Scott Bogman, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. (laughs) 